tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos to help us continue to make high-quality and Torytainment for you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your Ocean to Ocean 2022-2023 tour post-show wrap-up slash pre-show preview. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and I'm here reporting live from a hotel in Portland to talk about a show that happened all the way across the country in Boston. It's a Tori Amos concert. You've heard of her, Tori Amos? She performed tonight at the Liederbank Pavilion in Boston in what was apparently a very rousing show. And the set list was as follows. And the set list was bizarre, in my opinion, and we'll talk about it. God, Ocean to Ocean, Martha's Foolish Ginger, Girl, Metal Water Wood, Pandora's Aquarium, Never Seen Blue, Please Come to Boston, and I have a note here that it was mashed up with Never Seen Blue, back and forth between the two songs. Selkie with a Merman verse, Mother Revolution, I Can't See New York, Marys of the Sea, Precious Things to End the Main Set, and Cornflake Girl and Big Wheel as the encore songs. There were no debuts tonight. Let's see. We had only the fourth performance of Marys of the Sea tonight, fourth for this tour, 39th in total. I Can't See New York was played for the third time this tour, 141st time in total. Selkie was played only for the fourth time this tour, 17th time in total. But the Merman verse has only been played two times as of today. On this tour, please come to Boston. Rose has here that it's the only time she's, pl- oh no, it's the only time she's played at this tour, but she's played it four times total now. And you know why? Because they said, please come to Boston in the summer. And she said, okay. And there she is. She's there now. Well, I don't know about now. She might be, I mean, she's clearly, she could be headed to Red Bank. God, who knows? Thank you to Michael Strunk for that video in the beginning. We played a little bit of Metal Waterwood. Thank you to Michael Strunk for being there live on the scene to report with video evidence because you need video evidence, you know, and how dare anybody say I can't take a video of my life existing and unfolding around me. Honestly, I'm over it. This is my life unfolding. I'm trying to create memories here. I'm already old. You know, like I was trying to remember something. I couldn't even, I can't even remember what I was trying to remember. But the thing that I was trying to remember when I finally remembered it was like, oh yeah, how could I have forgotten that? 
I forgot something so basic. I'm like, wait a second. What was I remembering? I couldn't remember. And so now I can't remember what I was trying to remember. And now you want me to not take videos too? You want me not to remember this thing that I gave you a ton of money to participate in, to be a part of, to bear witness to? I'm bearing witness. I'm not like performing. I'm bearing witness to this performance. And so therefore, by nature of the fact that I exist on this planet, I should be able to videotape my surroundings, the things that I witness so that I can remember them later. I don't know about you, but I do watch all the videos in my phone all the time. Old concert clips, absolutely. And I go to my happy place. So that is my two cents on the matter. And it really pisses me off. It pisses me off that it, I'm so grateful for the people who videotape because you know, the people like me, the people who can't go to the shows, it's the only thing that we have. And you know what? I'd love it if I could go to the shows. I'd love it if I could participate in this career, professional development, and also be in a completely different location, seeing and doing a completely different thing at the exact same time. I would love that. We'd all love that. And then I would figure out the money and I would spend it. But it really ticks me off that I got in trouble. I got in trouble last year for live streaming, a shitty audio live stream. I got in trouble for that. And it was only an audio live stream and it was on the floor. I got in trouble for that, and then I come home, and I see whole, whole, almost entire shows, the entire shows on YouTube for New York, and I'm like, you know, almost the entire show, and I'm like, that's just not fair. You know what's not fair is that it's just not fair, and it's really upsetting, and it's very triggering, and that trauma lives in my body now, and it makes me not want to do the tour. Like, that trauma of being in trouble Getting in trouble for doing that lives in my body, and I'm ready to talk about it in a way I didn't realize right now. I'm ready to talk about it. I've never talked about it publicly before, but that trauma lives in my body. And so, therefore, it's triggering to see other people posting entire videos, and not no one else gets in trouble for it. So then let's all not get in trouble for it, and let's just accept the fact that we're all bearing witness at an event or we're existing in our lives and we all have the desire to remember the good times. We all have that desire. No one should be getting in trouble for anything. No one should be getting in trouble for existing and living and taking videos of the highly most bootlegged artist of our time and the mo with one of the most rapid fan bases of our time. The, the v stupid video I saw on Metalwater Wood, no offense, Michael, <laughs> Michael Strunk, it was a great video, but the little video that I saw on YouTube isn't going to make or break whether I go to a concert or not. It's not going to say, like, like I'm not sitting here thinking, like, oh, well, I'm not going to go to Boston because Michael Strunk is going to take a YouTube video. That's no one's thinking that. There are life circumstances that aren't allowing us to be on the road. See, this is affecting me in a different way because I'm not on the road. So it's affecting me in a different way. And that trauma is a, it's, it's a white systemic trauma. I'm going to just speak its name because I got in trouble, but no one else got in trouble. I got in trouble, but no one else got in trouble. People are videotaping the whole thing. It's just really irritating. And there, it's just, there is a systemic issue there. And I'm not going to speak any further on that because now I'm getting upset. That's my two cents. I'm sorry if you don't like it. That is my truth. <laughs> but anyhow, what a bizarre show. <laughs> this one, I'm talking about this current one that I'm producing right now. And also the show tonight. <laughs> Thank you to Rosecrest for being our statistician. Um, because I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly. I don't know if you're, if I'm conveying to you that 
Tori Amos has saved my life. This music has saved my life. This music has honestly given me something to help me process my own life. And I truly, you know, she would say that this music didn't save your life. You saved your own life. Yes. But this music was instrumental in creating that for me and helping me get through really, really difficult moments. And so the idea or the possibility that Tori Amos might be upset with me, that is traumatic. And that's what I mean by that trauma of being in trouble for doing a shitty live audio stream, a shitty audio stream from my chair, from underneath the chair. Remember, it was underneath the chair. There was no good video happening. To be in trouble for that and then to have to sit here the whole tour and watch everybody take videos and, and, and post really great quality, close videos. Yes, I love it. Yes, I enjoy it. And it's the only thing keeping me connected to the tour, but that's why it's traumatic. The idea that Tori Amos might be upset with me for doing something that everybody else is doing really made me really hate being there. So here I sit. Please come to Portland. Unfortunately, that's my truth, and that's my story. So even Rose Cress was confused by that show. She texted me, that set was crazy. But you know what? It's not as crazy as Twitter. What the hell's going on with Twitter? Twitter's destroying our game. Elon Musk is not winning at wills and wants, and therefore he's destroying the game. He's devised a plan to destroy the game, and you can't fight billionaires. Not that I believe he's a billionaire. He's like a millionaire after what he did to himself. But he's destroyed Twitter. So for further, until further notice, please DM us your wills and wants or head over to Instagram if you're able and willing and follow us at Songs of Toriamus. Message us on Songs of Toriamus. Until further notice, until I can figure out what is best to do, you want to email us your wills and wants, songsoftoriamus at gmail.com. You can text us your wills and wants, 323-296-9955. I don't, until further notice, the best method is to DM us on Twitter or post them to Instagram if you're able to move over to Instagram. Maybe you create an account just for wills and wants or just to message us on Instagram. But I'm really upset by Elon Musk doing this. <laughs> I'm going to pour myself a cold, warm, room temperature glass of water. That's how upset I am. I'm drinking water about it. Hold on, listen to this. Bubble, 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 bubble. Mm. You know what else is hard? Being dehydrated. Being dehydrated is hard. You know? You know what else is hard? Being the older one in the group. That's also difficult. That's also traumatic. Especially when you feel so young inside. Which, as the entire time I was drinking that last drink of water, I was like, I don't feel that young inside. I feel like an old lady. <laughs> I feel like an old lady. These dumb kids. These damn kids. These dumb damn kids. <laughs> All right. Back to the show. We're going to pull a bonus song for today. And hopefully it'll resolve and alleviate some of your Twitter trauma as well. Our bonus song for the day is Humpty Dumpty, which, you know what? I'm not letting that slide. No one picked Humpty Dumpty. Although... If y'all out there, y'all out there are vying for points, you're putting in your bonus song a song that you think she's going to play. Like, I'm going to just call people out by name. You ready for this? I'm calling people out by name. Let's see. Out of all the songs in her catalog, you're telling me that you're choosing a bonus song that's been played before 
I'm not actually calling anybody out by name because these are good bonus songs. <laughs> okay. So Humpty Dumpty is not it today. The bonus song is Northern Lad. And I'm going to do three bonus songs. Fast Horse, Northern Lad, and Your Ghost. Well, Your Ghost, no one put that, I'm sure. Um, time, no one put that either. So the three bonus songs today are Cool on Your Island, Northern Lad, and Fast Horse. And I hope somebody, I'm going to check right now. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. I only, even though we pulled three bonus songs, Northern Lad, Fast Horse, and Cool on Your Island, I only gave out two points, three points. So congratulations to Joe Ellen Urban for choosing a bonus song, Cool on Your Island. No one chose Fast Horse tonight. And congratulations to Lynn Sykulski and Pandora Aquarium for choosing Northern Lad. Now, Darren McCulloch who has played every night via Twitter, always chooses Northern Lad. For some reason, didn't play tonight. And I have, I can only wonder if it's the Twitter, Twitter Malie that's going on right now, the Twitter debacle. He play, has played every night, has chosen Northern Lad every night. And so, Darren McAuliffe, if you're out there, and thank God to Shay. Shay's the one who alerted me to the Twitter drama. And Shay's like, you know what? I'm checking in with all of the daily players. And God bless you, Shay, for doing that. That is so sweet. And if we, if you, f- please check the spreadsheet, songsoftoryamus.com. You can see the spreadsheet by going to the Wills and Wants page and make sure it's updated. And if it's not, send us a screen grab and we will work it out for you. No one expected this. No one expected this tonight. And now that I've had some time to reflect on the first half of this show, I'm not trying to be negative about all of the stuff, but I also am trying to just tell my honest story so I hope that that's okay. I hope that you understand what I was saying. You can also say, we don't want live streaming. You can also say, we don't want videos. Make a rule across the entire board. There are methodologies to take your cell phone. Madonna uses them. You can put it in a little bag. You can make a no cell phone rule. But why pick on me and no one else? It's just not fair. Okay. I'm putting everybody in the spreadsheet into our wheel of names for Bostonians. And I'm going to spin the wheel. And if the person played tonight, they get a participation prize. That's my disclaimer. If they didn't play tonight, I have to spin again. There we are. Okay, here we are. The wheel of names. Spinning the wheel. You know, I'm so grateful that all these people are playing. It seems like everyone's having a good time. I just can't wait to get home and have my own, the wheel with a picture in it. Danielle Turnbill. Let's see if Danielle Turnbill has played tonight. Danielle Turnbill. I love it when someone I don't know plays. Oh, Danielle did not play tonight, so we're going to have to spin again. Here we go. And the winner of tonight's participation prize is Evan George. Did Evan George play tonight? 
Let's find out if Evan George played tonight. Evan George, in fact, did play tonight. Evan George got points tonight. Evan's wills were Pandora and Father's Son, and their wants were Hey Jupiter and Mary of the Sea, and Playboy Mommy was their bonus song. Let's talk about the moment Tori gets to open water. The moment. We've got, we got our Pandoras, we get our Marthas, we get our Marys. <laughs> Good for her. I'll post that on our Instagram page, not our Twitter. I'll post that on our Instagram page just because I did record the screen, just so you know, just so that it's fair. Hello, everybody. I'm done here in Boston. Boston makes me feel some kind of way. And I actually really enjoy I would have loved the show tonight. Let's talk a little bit about how she looked. I would have loved the show tonight. She was gorgeous and blue. She herself was dressed as the water. She had tints, she had hair tinsel again. She was wearing a blue tartan top. Is that what they're called? It was like aquamarine, but it was gorgeous blue with uh, with similar pants to match. Hair long and flowy. A slit in the chest region. Slits in the arms. Hair tinsel for days. And a little shimmery section at the top. With what appeared to be silvery, strappy shoes. I don't have a clear shot of the shoe. Nor do I have a clear shot of her ankle, but I'm sure she was still wearing her ankle boot. I mean, her ankle thing the ankle thing like the bandage you know like the little i don't know what it's called but you know what i'm talking about so congratulations to everybody who's at this wonderful water show at the leader bank pavilion and i don't know about you but i'm heading to red bank beep, beep. i'm on the highway i didn't take the high speed train i took the highway whoosh whoosh Shay Stymac texted me. <laughs> Shay Stymac, our wonderful Shay Stymac, the uh, linchpin of our show, the heart and soul and the body and soul of our show, texted me. She texted me yesterday and she said, My sister and I used to record ourselves onto cassette tapes, acting out episodes of The Brady Bunch, Growing Pains, Full House, etc. with acted out commercials. I still have the tapes. I'm telling you this because your sound effects on the New York City 2 episode reminded me of us as children. So that's exciting. And Shay, you better believe I want to hear those tapes, especially Full House. If you have the episode where um, Tommy Page came to play DJ's birthday party, remember when Heartthrob and Teen Idol Tommy Page was on Full House? Yes. If you acted out that episode, that's the one I want. Otherwise, any other, any other Full House episode will do, or Growing Pains. <gasps> if you have the Growing Pains where, trigger warning, Chandler Bing came and got into a drunk driving accident and died, that I would also like that one. Sandy? Didn't he play Sandy? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. We're here in Red Bank, New Jersey. New Jersey, I know. I've been up to every state in, the, in our union, our fair union, every continental state, that is. And the roads in New Jersey are my favorite roads. Like, the, the streets, the literal streets. They did a good job with the streets. They're paved beautifully. Good job. Good job, streets. Brandon Valenzio, cute as a button, Brandon Valenzio, sent me the stats for Red Bank. And thank God he did, because without him, I'm nothing. You can follow him at Halo18 on Instagram, not on Twitter anymore. Okay, Brandon says there's been three shows. This will be, this will be the third Red Bank show. 37 songs, 34 unique. Precious, Take to the Sky, and Tear in Your Hand are the only ones that have been played at both shows. So let's look at this. She's played... Two other times in Red Bank. That's wild. 1992 and 2009. And the set list for 1992 was as follows. 
October 11th, 1992, at the Count Basie Theater, she played Flying Dutchman, Crucify, Silent All These Years, Precious Things, Happy Phantom, Tear in Your Hand, Whole Lot of Love, Thank You, Me and a Gun, Winter, Encore One was Assholes Are Cheap Today, Smells Like Teen Spirit, and Mother. Encore Two was China, Take to the Sky, and Angie. What a great show. Opening with Flying Dutchman, I'm already here for it. Assholes Are Cheap Today, Take to the Sky, that's great. already got it they don't need another show they got the best um but she did play there again in 2009 why so long tori almost i guess 17 years later right if you're good at math on august 14 2009 she played the count basie theater again in red bank and the set list was give beauty of speed cornflake girl horses glory of the 80s pandora siren tear in your hand hotel and donut song Lizard Lounge was Taxi Ride. That's her own song. This is confusing. Stop breaking format. Taxi Ride. <laughs> Taxi Ride Solo. Boys in the Trees by Kurt Carly Simon. Then the band came back for Josephine. Oh, this was the famous Not Dying Today show. She did Not Dying Today for the only time. Someone request that, please. I want to hear that song. I am Not Dying Today, and I want to. I want her to sing about it. <laughs> Horse, Precious Things, Enchanted the Main Set with Strong Black Vine, Encore was Big Wheel, and Take to the Sky. Oh, how exciting. It's a very Take to the Sky kind of state, you know, Red New Jersey. Very Take to the Sky kind of city. Red Bank, you know, very Take to the Sky kind of theater. Count Basie Theater, which is where she'll be again tonight, July 2nd, 2023, in Red Bank. And then after that, you know what's interesting is that after that we have two nights off, the 3rd and the 4th, the 4th of July, and the 3rd of July, and then she's back in Vienna, Virginia, 
at the feeling, filing, feeling, filing center at Wolf Trap. Oh, Wolf Trap. That's the big Wolf Trap show that he's talking about. Oh, Wolf Trap this, Wolf Trap that. I don't know what that means, Wolf Trap. All I know is that I'm not there, and that's that's the biggest Wolf Trap. <laughs> that's the biggest Wolf Trap I know. I imagine a Wolf Trap is something that is terrible, right? So anything that happens bad is a Wolf Trap now. Me not being there is a Wolf Trap. Me being here in the middle of the night, no way to buy a Diet Coke is a wolf trap. At home, I could just make one in my soda stream. Here, I can't even, like, I'm not going out in Portland in the middle of the night. I don't know my surroundings. I gotta take care of myself. It's dystopia out there. So I'm sitting here drinking the free water bottles that they keep replenishing here in the hotel. So anyway, I hope you have a wonderful show if you're at the Red Bank show. I hope everything goes swimmingly for you. I hope you're having the best time out there. I'm talking to you. And as we head into our 11th show of the tour, 11 of 28, let's just remember fairness, equity, equitable experience for all people. That's what's really upsetting is when that doesn't happen. We are all Tori Amos fans. Keep sending me your pictures and videos. Keep texting me. I love it. Did I forget anything? We did the, oh, the, oh, the disqualified numbers. Okay. The disqualified songs are Addition of Light Divided, A Sort of Fairy Tale, God, Cornflake Girl, Ocean to Ocean, and Big Wheel. And also, let's see, do we need to re-disqualify anything or re-qualify anything tonight? Just based on a whim, just based on an entire whim, I'm just qualifying Running to stand still. There's no reason or rhyme, but I have a feeling. I'm just qualifying running to stand still. Running to stand still, addition of light divided, God, ocean to ocean, cornflake girl, and big wheel. Get out of here. All of you. But especially you, running to stand still, disqualified. What else? I'll do my own wills and wants after I listen to Amy. Amy, who is our resident witch. She's been doing readings for every city on the U.S. tour, and she did them for every city on the European tour. And everybody who is reaching out and always says to me, thank you so much for including Amy. I love listening to Amy. Make sure you tell her that and follow her on Instagram at Major Gemini Tarot. And you can go to her website and book a reading at MajorGeminiTarot.com. That's one website that doesn't have a read limit, so don't worry. She's not going to say, you can only visit my website 600 times and then you're done, like Elon Musk. It's all just, it's all a money grab, you know? But nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing surprises me at all. Not when the Supreme Court has overturned Roe versus Wade, has made it legal to discriminate against gay people, has said, you know what, you don't have to be read your Miranda rights anymore and you can do nothing about it, you know, Student loan must be repaid. Meanwhile, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene had her PPP loans entirely forgiven. What a trash bag. <laughs> you just got to keep swimming. You just got to keep your head up. Have a wonderful show, everybody. Take it away, Amy. Well, we're continuing our East Coast tour with New Jersey, Red Bank, New Jersey. And uh, we pulled the tarot cards for this one. I just want you all to know that you are now in my territory. You are entering the East Coast and the Mid-Atlantic. Man, that makes me happy. This witch is extremely happy. I'm just drawing you all in. Okay, Red Bank. We have a few tarot pulls that uh, look a little similar to some that we've been seeing before. And again, anytime you see multiple cards looking the same thing, doing the same thing, you want to pause and ask yourself, why are we seeing these? We've got Justice, the Magician in the World. So 
I think the three of these together can really be taken as a sense of you get what you give, what you get out of something you put into it. It's really up to you to manifest and bring those things into your life that you're interested in um, having, right? For better, for worse. So want something good. And the world is telling and communicating to you um, all of the abundance that you have and all of the opportunities that you have for yourself should you wish to take to avail yourself of those things, right? It's really up to you. When we have cards and tarot pulls that we're doing, um, you know, it's obviously it's reflecting the energy of the concert because that's what I asked the cards about. But even if you're not going to the concert and you're just looking to this, if you can think about the elements or the parts of your life where you perhaps are feeling like, I'm not in control, I'm just under this wheel of fate, which happens sometimes, this spread would really argue, well, in fact, you know, you do get out of life what you put into it, and uh, perhaps it is your attitude, right, and the way you're approaching something that has um, resulted in the situation that you're dealing with right now. So tarot, tarot is very good in, in the sense of it's a know thyself um, exercise, and it has a, really a lot to do with um, maybe truths that we do not want to identify in ourselves and things that we do not want to sort of have in our face, but that's the beauty of it, right? Or I think that's the beauty of it. Okay, so we're in, we're in New Jersey lots of interesting alignments planetary alignments here you've got um, the sun has moved into um, cancer it has been in cancer it's a lovely sign um, it's conjunct with mercury and it's in the seventh house so this is a lovely excellent time for partnership it's time to talk about stuffs and if it's in a cancer a really watery sign you're going to want to really make sure that you get to the heart of what's going on right so again i think many confessional songs that would be the prediction here lots of confessional songs um, with great emotional depth depth and great sensitivity and incredible sensitivity the sun and Mercury are both opposing the moon, which is sitting right smack dab on the ascendant, which is in Capricorn. What an interesting contrast you've got. So so zodiac signs have opposites, right? As a cap, I will tell you that cancers, I have just a special place in my heart for them. And I think the reason for that is I feel very understood by cancer. There's something about, so if you have, you know, the, the chart for the concert, the moon is sitting in Capricorn, it's on the ascendant sign, it has a lot to do with um, how we, our, our, our sort of goal in this life, the things that we move towards, the mask that we wear in the world. And moon and cap is a pretty chilly placement. I can say that as a cap, it's just part of our DNA that it's just comes across as a bit icy to one another. But that warm sun in Cancer really warms us up and really wants us to sort of pull us into partnership, wants to pull us into relationship. But there's this like sense of resistance too, right? I don't know if many of you can sort of relate to that or feel that as well. So that's just something that I've noticed on here that I wanted to really call out is that contrast between sort of really desiring and wanting partnership in our lives for ourselves, but then feeling an oppositional pull of like, I want to be safe. I want what's mine, which is, you know, a very typical Capricorn sort of pull into the shell again, into into our escape up the mountain, right, as it were. Okay, let's look at the combination between um, where the um, stars are for New Jersey and then Tori's natal chart. Um, again, the reason that we do this is we want to know and understand how Tori's personal chart really interacts um, with how the stars are aligning for the concert itself. And as soon as I pull it up, I, I sort of get a sense of what exactly is happening. So the first thing that I really notice is the Venus for um, Venus's placement in the concert is right on top of Tori's natal Venus. They're both in the sign of Leo. 
Venus is the planet of love and beauty and um, aesthetics and comfort and all those. And, you know, to have it in place in the sign of Leo is such a regal. This has come up so many times, right? This sort of regal bearing and um, presentation and um, the look, right? The hair, the wig, like lion's mane, right? So I would just expect and anticipate that to be on on point at the concert, right? The presentation of the self is going to be, and the aesthetics of the stage are going to be super important. The other thing that I think is very interesting is Tori's North Node is in Cancer and it's in the eighth house. We discussed that it's sitting right on top of Mercury, which is also in Cancer, and it's expressed in the sign of Tori's eighth house. What this means is there's going to be a lot of communication, a lot of easy communication between Tori and the audience about her journey and the things that she's been. So I think confessionals think things you've never heard before from the stage. There's really this deep, intense connection with how she's feeling about her journey in life and the moment and the opportunity to share that with the people that are in the audience. The eighth house has a lot to do with other people's stuff and baggage and Tori's Tori's north node, north node has to do with sort of, um, it's a it's a calculation, it's not a planet, it has to do with sort of, again, the elliptic, but to me, it really has a lot to do with the journey in life, the purpose in life, where we're going in this life, right? Um, the south node's where we've been, the north node is sort of where we're going, right? So a lot of what her, what she is trying to accomplish with respect to this life is really going to be reflected in, in touches, and, and, and we call it, like, a, they're on top of one another, they're conjuncting. Um, making each other stronger, making each other feeding off one another, right? So I really definitely see those energies of her being able to talk about her journey is absolutely going to be on play um, at this concert. And I want to hear it. So tell me, what what did you hear? What confessional did you hear? Did you feel the vibe, the Cancerian sensitivity vibe? Uh, were you able to make really cool partnerships at this? Did this feel like a family, right? Were there some cold Capricorn moons that were trying to brush you off, but you're like, jump in the pool. This is cancer time, baby. Um, yeah, if you can't be good, be careful. We'll talk soon.
Tour All Night is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information or links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftouramus.com.